Welcome into the 15th episode of the Deep Dive Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, here with my co-host, Toby. Mock drafts. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. It'll be a head-to-head mock draft, a dynasty startup, of course. We're going to be starting one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex. To begin, we are going to randomize our draft order. I will randomize the draft order with my friend Siri here. This first randomization is for Colin's starting spot. Hey Siri, pick a number between 1 and 12. A random number between 1 and 12 is 1. No way! He gets the first overall, and for me, randomize a number between 1 and 12. That would be 3. One and three. Very interesting. Okay, so I'm on the turn, and you, of course, are going to have to look on that turn every couple of rounds to see what you think I and the (sighs) one computer will be taking. All right. Ready to dive straight into it? Let's begin. Let's do it. You're on the clock. Right off the bat, I'm going to think really hard about this, and I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey. The second player off the board, of course, is Saquon Barkley and Toby. Here you are at spot three. (laughs) <laughs> Jumping down a tier to the next spot. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm already freaking out a little bit here I will say, this is the easiest spot yeah. now, The third player off the board to me is, without question, someone in particular To me, not that easy I'm unsure about who I'm going to go with But I am... Who would you take in this situation? Oh, I'm, I'll tell you Fair afterwards enough. Yeah, he could fall to you, so we'll find out <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to beat you, so I, I can't wait for you to make the wrong pick. Fair enough. So my thought process here is Michael Thomas or one of Zeke or Kamara. I don't know Drew Brees' longevity in the league, and for that reason, I'm going to take Zeke here. Yeah, that's the very obvious yeah. pick. I like Zeke. The only reason I was thinking Michael Thomas is because you could have that immediate advantage at wide receiver, but... Zeke's just got to be the guy for me every time. I think Michael Thomas would probably be about pick eight for me. Not even close to pick three. All right. Well, the players off the board. So Michael Thomas went, then Adams, Kamara, Hill, Godwin, Hopkins, Cook, Smith, Schuster, Mixon. Coming to the second round, Evans, Edwards, Hilaire, Jacobs, Cooper, Sanders, Tubb, DJ Moore, Galladay, Kittle. And now it is back to me. I'm sitting there. And this is the 10th pick of the second round. Wide receiver options, I've got A.J. Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, Cameron Sutton, Calvin Ridley. Running backs, I'm looking at Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler. And with what I'm looking at right here, I'm going to immediately go and I'm going to accept that big contract signing as a testament to the future. And I'm going to take Derek Henry. I actually agree. I know there's knocks against him that we can talk about, but the amount he just got paid... And from what I have seen from him and everyone has from the past, I think right here he's got to be my guy. I'm going to take him. I saw my first two picks are Zeke Elliott and Derrick Henry. Just some monsters at running back. A couple of wagons. (laughs) AJ Brown goes right before you, Colin. Who are you going to pair with CMC? First, I just want to say that I agree that Derrick Henry was the right pick. He was the one I was hoping you were going to not take, and he would fall to me. But I'm still quite happy with my options here. I think if I was going to go the wide receiver position, which, spoiler alert, I'm probably not, I would be taking one of Odell, maybe 
Alan Robinson, who's like a personal favorite of mine, but really none of the people jump off the board comparatively. I'm really looking at the top group of running backs, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, go down to Aaron Jones, a bunch of the other rookies. I think I will be taking one of them, and then I will also be taking Travis Kelsey here, who I'm getting at the end of the second, start of the third. So I'll take him right here with the second round pick I have. So my start is Christian McCaffrey, then Travis Kelsey. And on the second pick of my turn, it's a little more difficult for me. It's probably just between Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I think if I'm going to go with the longevity of my team, I'm going to go with the rookie. So... Even though I don't think this would be Toby's pick, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. Fair enough. Calvin Ridley goes right after, and I'm pretty pumped to have Eckler fall to me. I think I had some misconceptions of what Eckler's age. He's only 25. He's just agreed to a four-year deal. Do I know that he's the long-term plan? Not exactly. But just the PPR value alone of this guy, and from if he can continue what he was doing last year, I can't, I can't say no. Austin Eckler, welcome to the RB-heavy squad that I'm constructing right here. OBJ off the board, Aaron Jones, Patty Mahomes, A-Rob, DK Metcalf, Julio Jones, Cortland Sutton, Cooper Cup, Lamar Jackson, CeeDee Lamb, Keenan Allen, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Lennon Fournette, Stephon Diggs, DJ Chark, and Mark Andrews, and Kenyon Drake. It is now back to me. Running back situation, not getting dire. We still have some interesting rookie picks that could happen. I've got Cam Akers, who's still sitting up on the board, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, David Montgomery, who <clears throat> I quite like. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I want to take him right here because he is a little bit lower. Quarterback, if I want to go that route, Kyler Murray is a guy who I still am excited about, but there's just too many quarterbacks, especially because we're only playing in a one-quarterback league. I'm really going to refrain from that. Yeah, I would mock you relentlessly if you... Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so at tight end, Zach Ertz is still sitting there, but in the Dynasty League, I'm still a big Evan Ingram believer, and for that reason, and because Colin already is Travis Gelsey, I'm fine to just kind of wait that out. So the guys I'm looking at taking here, I'm looking at the wide receiver position and the running back position, and it is honestly a tough choice. I don't really want Jerry Judy. He wasn't a guy who was extremely high in my draft board to the point that he'd just be an auto-pick if he's still existing. Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel are all guys who I'd be excited about having on my team. And I think if I want to get a guy who's extremely young and I think is special talent, Terry McLaurin is sitting there right now, and he's going to be my first wide receiver in draft. I think that's a solid pick. I definitely would have looked at him in the same way. Uh, if it came to me, he probably would not have gotten by me. So in that sense, it was a good pick in that he would not be someone who would fall. Robert Woods went right off the board after me. So Colin, to your turn, you've got CMC, Travis Kelsey, and Jonathan Taylor. Like you, I'm definitely looking past Jerry Judy. He's just not one of the guys that I love to target. And at the wide receiver position, I'm looking down the list and a couple of different guys excite me for different reasons. I think that Thielen is an absolute stud, but that's much more of a short-term asset, whereas the two wide receivers that I think are more so helping me both now and in the future is Tyler Lockett 
and Debo Samuel. The one question with Debo Samuel is his injury, but he's actually the guy that I think I am highest on. I have talked very recently. He was one of my dynasty targets in, of course, our segment that we close every show with. So I do quite like him. I'm also, of course, still looking at running back. And it's a bit of a tough call for me. The numbers of guys that I'm really excited about are definitely whittling down. And at that position, I'm looking much more at another rookie with Cam Akers, potentially David Montgomery, as Toby just talked about last week, or one of the older vets such as Melvin Gordon or Todd Gurley, if I'm looking at securing more of a win-now piece. I do think it's advantageous for one of these two picks for me to be a running back. And looking at the options on the board, I just want to go with that excitement, and I'm going to take the highest guy on the list. I'm going to take Cam Akers, and then next at wide receiver, I'm going to take Debo Samuel. Good couple of picks. I quite like Debo Samuel. I was kind of wavering between McLaurin and Samuel, and just for the reason that I wanted a guy who's going to start right away. I shied away from it. However, here, I just cannot say no to my boy, David Montgomery. I think David Montgomery has way too many haters, and I'm super happy to have him fall to me. I know I only have one wide receiver, but I think there comes a point in the draft where you're looking at a guy who you think the value is insanely good. There's no chance that Monty would ever fall back to me, so he's the guy I'm taking right here, right now. So my team is now Zeke Elliott, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Terry McLaurin, and David Montgomery. So I got... Four running backs, one wide receiver. I think this one of these next two picks, bare minimum, I need one wide receiver. It's come back to me, and already the wide receiver position is not looking appetizing. Um, Will Fuller, the fifth, who is, I think, becoming the epitome of boomer bust, still sitting there. Coming. Yeah, you know what? I take it back. He has been since entering the league, and he stays that way. Henry Ruggs, exciting. Nikhil Harry. Then you're getting into some younger guys who I'm still interested in. Running back, there. Oh my goodness, running. There are still some great running backs available, but at this point, I need to be considering my starting lineup because right now, I already have two running backs. If I filled my flex position with two running backs. I only have that one wide receiver, which now that I'm saying it out loud, wouldn't be bad to have another running back. I'm not saying these four guys are going to be healthy all year. And you know what? This is this is my decision. Here's, here's why I am stressed the way I am. These are t- two available running backs really leap out at me. I've got James Conner and Chris Carson. Both of these guys, huge injury scares, not great long-term dynasty buys or pickups. However, if James Conner stays healthy for longer than I think he will, this is a guy who could be helping me out unbelievably so because I'm picking him up at the end of the sixth round. Chris Carson is in a similar type of situation. I think he's going to be balling out. At wide receiver, I'm really looking at one of two, one of two guys, and I'm comfortable saying this to Colin because I'm going to assume that The guy in spot two who already has four wide receivers won't take another. I want one of Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks. I'm pretty confident that one of these guys is going to be a good target because Deshaun Watson needs that new number one. 
And I don't think there's going to be as much spreading out the ball as other people do. I believe one of them will emerge. But I don't know how highly I want to take them. And I'm actually going to wait and see what comes back to me at wide receiver. And I'm going to pick up a guy who could be incredibly great in either James Conner or Chris Carson. Chris Carson, 25. James Conner, 25. And you know what? Even as a Steelers fan and how much I love James Conner, the injury risk is just so frighteningly high that I am going to pick up Chris Carson here at the end of the sixth round. I've drafted him. One pick after goes Russell Wilson. Colin, you're on the clock. Yeah, I basically don't want any of the players you've been talking about. So, <laughs> okay. So it, it didn't really uh, affect me too much. I'm looking past James Conner still, and I'm much more interested in Kareem Hunt because okay, yeah. I think mm-hmm. they could produce similarly this year, and I'm way more confident in Kareem Hunt's ability to get a contract at the end of this year. Sure. Then looking at wide receivers, there's no chance I'm taking one of the Texans, and... If I'm and my decision there is really if I'm going to try to win immediately now, I'm looking at T.Y. Hilton, mm-hmm. who I would take definitely over Cooks or Fuller to me. And if I'm looking more down the line, I'm actually looking at Henry Ruggs, who doesn't fit a general mold of wide receivers that I'm usually targeting. But as time has progressed, I think I'm getting higher and higher on Henry Ruggs. I just think he has a lot of potential to be a stud. So those two are going to be my picks. It's as simple as that. I'm going with Kareem Hunt and then following it up with Henry Ruggs. James Conner goes right after that. And I took just a little peek at Will Fuller's stats from last year. And I'm just really going to quickly read you out a series of numbers. I just know the one game we were obviously Six, four, five, two, forty. 4-0, didn't play, didn't play, by, didn't play, 14, 0, 0, 6, 1, 0. I can't take him. No. I can't do it. My choice is right now between T.Y. Hilton or Brandon Cooks. T.Y. Hilton's another guy who, as Colin said, if I want to be winning now, he's a fantastic pickup. I think him and Rivers are going to do extremely well together. Brandon Cooks is another guy I am super excited about. And I think the reason why I'm going to go with T.Y. Hilton over Brandon Cooks in this pick is I think with the guys remaining that are going to be on my next pick, they're going to be extremely young. So I'm comfortable enough grabbing T.Y. Hilton here as my second wide receiver. So I now have five pretty balling running backs on my team. With Terry McLaurin as my wideout one and T.Y. as my wideout two. Here I'm watching wide receivers go off the board with alarming numbers. But here we are back to my t- turn. And there are some wide receivers I still like. Wide receivers, I got Meekle, Hardman, A.J. Green, Deontay Johnson, Darius Slayton, Brandon Ayuk. Tight end, we're getting a little bit lower now. We're looking at Dallas Goddard, Gusecki, Hooper Higby, and quarterback... I have, at this point, now decided to just become a late-round quarterback and not worry too much about it. Running back, the only guy there that could be exciting pickup is Darius Geis, but I have five running backs now that I do not believe need depth at this point in time. So I am going to go wide receiver. For me, even though A.J. Green has that super exciting bounce-back candidacy within him, Having just taken a 30-year-old wide receiver, I don't want to take a 32-year-old wide receiver. 
So I'm looking more for... Just take Darius Slayton. We all know what you're going to do. I'm looking for Nicole <laughs> Hardman, Deontay Johnson, Darius Slayton. I'm not taking Johnson because of the competition around him. It's going to be Hardman or Slayton. The only reason I wouldn't take Slayton is I'm thinking maybe I could take Hardman now. And, and then, now, now that I've called him out, and will then, you do it? And then take Slayton later. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, you know what? I've been called out for it, and I'm interested to see if I can win this draft. I am going to go with the guy I love here, and I'm going to take Darius Slayton over Michael Hardman. I got called out for him, and I'm interested to see if my love for Darius Slayton is reviled or respected. So I'll go Slayton here at the end of the eighth round. I'm happy to see AJ Green go off because mm-hmm. that makes my first selection here of Darius Geis, I think, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. He's a guy he's a that pick. he's very polarizing and that he has some very, very staunch defenders and then also a lot of people that just want to completely write him off. I find myself honestly having a difficult time on which of those two parties I want to join. But at value, I think he has a ton of upside and Despite my love for Antonio Gibson, I do want to acknowledge the fact that he could be used in much more of a gadget role. He was not a traditional ground and pound running back in college, and so I can't necessarily count on the fact that he is going to get a lot of running back touches. If Geis is healthy, I do think he's going to get a lot of a lot of opportunity this year. And so for that reason, with my eighth round pick, I'm going to go with Geis. And then at wide receiver, where I'm now looking, I feel like my real options are Mikkel Hardman grabbing another rookie in Ayuk or Chenault. And then looking down the list, there's a lot more of some aging guys that I'm really confident in their production, like Marvin Jones, or a lot of younger guys like Preston Williams or Paris Campbell, who have a lot of question marks around them. For that reason, I'm actually going to go with Mikkel Hardman here, and I was honestly kind of split between him and Slayton before you made your pick. So Hardman's think, a good pick. I yeah, really like him. I think you made it fairly easy for me to go Hardman here. Yeah, I'm not really happy at this point because there's just a kind of a bunch of guys that I'm interested in. Um, Carryon Johnson went off the board in between us. Wide receiver, I still do have Deontay Johnson available, but to be honest, if I want to take a Steelers wide receiver who can splash, I'd be more than willing to just wait a couple rounds and go for Chase Claypool. I would rather not be reaching on Deontay Johnson here. No disrespect to his route running abilities and who he is as a player, but just in terms of draft capital, Chase Claypool has the opportunity to be just as or more effective than Deontay Johnson was, especially with the resurgence of Big Ben. Running backs, I don't really want him right now. The one guy who's kind of interesting to me, you can have Mark Ingram if you needed a running back right now to perform for you. But as I said, I'm pretty set at wide receiver position. Quarterback, I'm waiting. Tight end, Dallas Goddard is still on the board. There's some other guys, though, that I would rather take. Dallas Goddard, I think Colin and I are in agreement that we're definitely lower on Dallas Goddard than your average dynasty player. But it's just because Zach Ertz is still young enough to be playing in the league for years to come. So for that reason, I'd much rather grab in a little bit later of a round a guy like Hayden Hurst or Johnny Smith, who I at least know is going to be the tight end one for their team. So having said that, who am I going to take? That's a good question. I am very excited at the prospects of Brandon Ayuk as a wide receiver for San Francisco. 
there is not a lot of competition being added to San Francisco other than him at wide receiver. Emmanuel Sanders is leaving. Debo Samuel, potentially, could be not returning for a couple of weeks. Jalen Hurd's a bit of an unknown. Brandon Ayuk, super young, coming into the league right now, extremely explosive. He's the wide receiver I'm taking right now. Brandon Ayuk, welcome to the squad. I am now waiting with bated breath to see how many tight ends go off the board. And they're going pretty quickly. Goddard and Higby actually went right after me. Gasecki and Hooper going on the turn. Daryl Henderson going in the 10th round. Preston Williams going right before me. It's coming into crunch time. My wide receivers that I'm looking at right now, Sterling Shepard, John Brown, Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell's really the only guy that excites me there, but I'm pretty locked and loaded about getting a tight end right here. Especially when the pick number two does not have one, so you can be fairly confident that mm-hmm. one of his two picks is a solid chance it's going to be a tight end. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Out, that's, yeah. that's good strategy. I really am just looking at the top three tight ends. Irv Smith Jr., Hayden Hurst, and Johnny Smith. Looking at the makeup of my team, I want to be competing right away this year. And even though I value Irv Smith Jr. above Hayden Hurst, I'm thinking that, no. I value Irv Smith Jr. above Hayden Hurst. And for that reason, because this is Dynasty, I do think Irv Smith will be more fantasy usable this year. And I'm going to take him and hope... Yep, next pick is Marlon Mack. No tight end after me. Does that mean your plan is to then stack him, take a Gronk or a Jared Cook, something like that? This is my plan, yeah. yeah so you could ruin it right here. You could double stack a tight end. There's a 0% chance. Yeah, but with Kelsey, you won't. Yeah, my, my strat is going to take Irv Smith Jr., who is a guy I absolutely love for the future, and then I might grab a Gronk, Jared Cook type of guy. The group that I'm looking at is at running back. I like... Zach Moss, Alexander Madison. I also, at the position, like Tevin Coleman, as I've talked about. I like Jordan Howard. And honestly, I find myself rising a bit on A.J. Dillon as well. Beyond that, the only other option I would maybe take at running back would be Antonio Gibson, because I do think pairing him and Geis could be very helpful. At the quarterback position, we're looking at Daniel Jones, Tua Tungavailoa, Jared Goff, Sam Darnold, Drew Locke, Kirk Cousins. That's kind of the range we're in. I think I'm going to continue to wait. I just don't see the value in taking a quarterback at this point. And it would be pretty on brand for me to just take one with my very final pick in the 14th round. At wide receiver, some of the guys I quite like to take a shot on this late are Sterling Shepard. Mm-hmm. I've already talked about Marvin Jones. I really like Brian Edwards, and I'm also a huge Jameson Crowder fan. That's kind of the group that I am looking at, and I think I will take at least one wide receiver. My question is, do I want to pick up someone like Zach Moss, who I think has a good amount of potential for Buffalo, or do I want to double stack the wide receiver position? I think it would be kind of interesting to grab Brian Edwards because I already have Henry Ruggs, and that is a stack I definitely do not have anywhere. Yeah, locking in the incoming Vegas rookies would be interesting. Interesting, weird move. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Having said that, I think Derek Carr doesn't get the respect that I believe he deserves. I'm not out here saying that Derek Carr is elite, but I think he did have a quietly great season last year. And with the incoming rookies, I don't believe he's going to be any worse than he was. And he was actually quite good. So I don't, I don't mind the stack. Or at the very least, 
for all my Derek Carr fans out there. I'm with you. Just as a passer. Not that I'm going to be taking him for my quarterback, let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. I definitely prefer his weapons. And what excites me about Brian Edwards is the potential that he will soak up a lot of those short targets that Derek Carr really seems to lean mm-hmm. on. So I do actually think he has a lot of upside. This is a really tough turn for me, but I actually do think I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Marvin Jones first, someone oh. that I love. And then I will be going Brian Edwards after that and see what happens in that Oakland wide receiver room. Yeah, solid picks. I was honestly thinking about Marvin Jones just as a guy to get an immediate splash. Sterling Shepard goes right after you here. And I'm back on the clock. I, right now, I'm doing just a little peek about the tight end situation of other teams. Quite a few guys are stacking tight ends, and Mm -hmm. I do want to take another tight end just because I want a guy who's going to immediately produce for me. Actually, I do think maybe this is just unrealistic in the fact that these are bots doing this draft, but I do think it's seemingly very common for them to stack two tight ends, Mm -hmm. and I would expect that on this next long term, there will at least be three or four tight ends that are going to go off the board. Right, and the question is... Do we take one now? Or do you wait? Or do I wait? Mm-hmm. For the sake of entertainment value, I am going to wait. Okay. And for the fact that there's a couple guys here that are still very interesting to me. Alexander Madison is another guy. If the Dalvin Cook scenario goes haywire, he's a guy who very much is exciting to me. Zach Moss is a guy I absolutely loved on tape. He goes to Buffalo to become part of a timeshare with Singletary, which I obviously don't like. But he's such... An exciting prospect that I don't want again this is dynasty I already have locked and loaded studs for the year he's a guy I'd love to kind of sit and watch develop on my bench quarterback I can still wait wide receiver I just don't need someone right now yeah I'm gonna take Zach Moss he's a guy I loved on tape talked about him before Buffalo not an amazing landing spot for him but because it is dynasty and because of the immediate impact of all my other running backs He's a guy I'm happy to have for running back depth coming into the league as a rookie. We're going to see how many tight ends go off the board. And wow, I am watching and watching. Only Hayden Hurst goes off the board. So made the right decision in that department. Here are guys that I'm now looking at. Jonu Smith, Jared Cook, Rob Gronkowski. Jonu Smith is a guy absolutely locked in atop the depth chart. Likewise for Jared Cook... I know they did just draft a high-caliber tight end, and then Gronk would just be pretty crazy exciting. For the sake of Dynasty, I am still going to go Johnny Smith here. He's the highest up in ADP, and as much as I would like to take Gronk, because one, he's hilarious, and he is one of the more exciting players to watch this 2020 season, Johnny Smith is the right pick to make here. Johnny Smith is the youngest. He is an explosive athlete who hasn't quite found his groove yet. That's why he's going to be so low in ADP. But I'm in with Jonah Smith. I'm totally happy having R. Smith Jr. and Jonah Smith as my tight ends. Drew Locke off the board. Colin, it's your turn. Uh, It's worth mentioning that we're only doing 14 rounds, and so we only have three... You have three picks left to make. I have two. So Mm -hmm. Colin and I will be coming up with some QB picks here pretty quickly. I can tell you that at this point, I think it is worth it to take my quarterback, and I'm going to do it before Toby does. And looking at the list of guys, we've talked about many of these, it is very clear to me which guy I want, someone that I target quite a bit, 
in Superflex, I understand why people really want to target those young quarterbacks that can be a starter for a long time. In a league like this, it is much less of a priority for me to target youth at that position. I'm not necessarily going for someone who is incredibly old, but I like Ryan Tannehill a lot. <sighs> he is easily the pick for me. I'm actually going to take him with my 13th. So my real question is, who am I taking on this turn alongside Tannehill? I really wanted Tannehill, yeah. so I was unhappy to hear his name come out of your mouth mm-hmm. there. Crowder's still available. I could take Crowder. I do think that my wide receiver room is looking pretty solid. The one thing to me, though, is that he does jump off the page a bit in comparison with a lot of the other options. I think he's a pretty obvious pick. And then at running back, in a kind of similar type of player, someone that I think I could use right away, but maybe not for that long, I've got Damian Williams, who at this point I consider to be a very good value. Then I've got Antonio Gibson, who I've already talked about. I could stack him with Geis. Some other younger guys who have some upside, like Darrington Evans, Damian Harris, and I also really like Chase Edmonds. The way I find myself leaning, because... If you actually look at my running backs behind Christian McCaffrey, I do have quite a few, but they all have a pretty big question mark beside them. You've got Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers for my running back two and three. Then I've got Kareem Hunt and Darius Geis. I don't know how much stability I truly have there, and that is why I'm going to take someone that I do think is a bit of a value here, and that is Damian Williams. I was just looking at his name, and I'm surprised that Even in the dynasty setting, we know that there will come a time as soon as next year that he is overtaken by CEH. No doubt about Mm -hmm. it. Totally. But he's also 28, coming off of one of the better Super Bowl performances that a running back has had. It's surprising that he's fallen this far. So I think it's a good pick. And yeah, Ryan Tannehill's a great pick. I'm looking at the quarterback board now, kind of freaking out. Um, Latavius Murray goes in between us. So now I'm looking at my team and thinking about my needs here. I've got six running backs. I've got four wide receivers, two tight ends. For me, it's going to be a wide receiver quarterback combo to end this. And I am going to go off the advice of my dear friend Colin here and take Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder, one of the less exciting picks. Not for me. I I love Jameson Crowder. In my eyes. But I think the reason that Colin likes him is he... Gets targets all the time. In terms of competition, added and left. Robbie Anderson is gone. Mims is coming in. They don't really change the targets of Jamison Crowder. They are outside guys, and Crowder is locked and loaded in the slot. It's really, do you believe that Sam Darnold is going to be taking a step up? And while I don't even know if he is, I think Jamison Crowder's role in the slot is guaranteed to be better next year because I think the Jets are going to be better Sam Darnold won't have mono, let's hope, but (laughs) I am going to take Jameson Crowder here because I think he's exceptionally good value and a guy that I can be playing right in as soon as week one. Uh, Yeah, he's he's a screaming Mm -hmm. value, I believe, there. And waiting on quarterback. Uh, So Kirk Cousins did go right after me, not happy to see it. Jimmy G goes at the end here, and coming back to me, it is now time for my last round of the draft to grab quarterback. Justin Herbert... Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, Tom Brady. I'm reading these names, and 
it's hard for me to pull the trigger on one of these guys. Because, I mean, part of me, you just go, ah, Drew Brees, go for an absolute win-now mode. We know he's going to be great next year. I don't think he's fallen off a cliff in terms of his athletic ability. But I also can't risk taking a guy such as Justin Herbert that I'm not sure is just locked in and ready to go for next year. Because I need a guy who's going to produce right away. I have been talking up Derek Carr. He's not the guy I'm targeting right now. I know who I would go for. I think it's actually pretty easy from your perspective. For me, I'm not 100% confident with this pick, but I am going to go with Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, he's only 24 years old. I don't think he's necessarily the long-term plan for the Jags, but I promise you he is for this season. What worries me is that if they have an exceptionally terrible season then he could be getting phased out come the draft. But I think the Jags' defense is much, much, much worse than their offense. So Gardner Minshew is going to be airing it out. He's going to be using his legs. And Gardner, in the 14th round, is going to be my quarterback. Yeah, my pick at quarterback, because this is a one-quarterback league, I would be going with Drew Brees. And to be fair, if this was a real startup draft, we would obviously be picking more than 14 players Mm -hmm. and... I think you taking Minshew alongside Breeze to be your team's quarterback situation would be really good. But the fact that in this made-up league we're only starting this few of people, or we only are rostering this few of people, Mm -hmm. I think I would take the guy that I am confident in starting this year. And I do agree that obviously Drew Breeze is old. He doesn't have that many more years left as a starter he's 41 it's possible that Minshew is only a starter for one or two more years as well I think it's really in the range of possibility that they have a top five pick this year and they're like you know Minshew you're fine but we're gonna take Trevor Lawrence here because he is the future of our franchise you know in my spot a lot of the running backs that I was hoping would come back did not. I really wanted someone like Antonio Gibson, Darrington Evans, Chase Edmonds, Damian Harris, Anthony McFarland. These are, they were all in a group that I was thinking I would get at least one of them with my final pick, but I'm actually going to pivot away and go with wide receivers instead. And when I'm looking at the list here, to me, it is a debate between do I want to go for young with upside later or to go with someone who i think is going to help out my roster right away that direct comparison at this spot is emmanuel sanders if i'm trying to win now or a rookie that i quite like such as devin duvernay or probably more so in this spot van jefferson those are kind of the two i'm looking at i think i'm going to go with one of Emmanuel Sanders or Van Jefferson. Any interest in Chase Claypool here? No. I don't want him. Fair enough. I actually, like, I like him at value, but I'm going to compare one, in my opinion, bad second-round pick to another. Van Jefferson yeah. is in a situation that I definitely prefer. Okay. I, yeah, I, I don't mind Chase Claypool, but he's right around... James Washington in value to me. I'm just not incredibly excited about what they're going to bring. Between the two that I've laid out, Toby, who do you think you would go with? Emmanuel Sanders or Van Jefferson? I think I know your answer, but still thought I'd ask. Honestly, looking at the makeup of your team, Mm -hmm. in terms of week one starters, let's say Debo Samuel, for argument's sake, is out. 
the only guy, your two guys you're looking at, Meikle Hardman and Marvin Jones. And Meikle's not exactly like a week one, yeah, this is a guy who's going to get me a ton of targets. Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, I love them as a stack. They're rookies. I might go Emmanuel Sanders here just because he's going to immediately come in and have an impact. The extent of it is hard to say. I think I think it's a tough call. I think if it's me, I, w- I would still go Van Jefferson. Yeah, I would. He's younger. Mm-hmm. It's a dynasty league. I do believe in him. I do believe he could be catching passes at least five, week one. Write it down. Five catches from Van Jefferson, <laughs> week one, 2020. I don't think he sees the field in week one, so yeah. Yeah, but that, and that's another thing to worry about. So I think if you're confident starting Harbin and Marvin Jones as your wide receivers... I think the actual debate for me is like, am I really pretending like I have a dynasty team here that's only 14 players deep? Because if, sure. if that is true then yes, I will go with Emmanuel Sanders because I do think I would probably start him in week one. But I just if I'm just straight up looking at who I value more in Dynasty, it's the second round rookie and not the yeah. the player that I don't think has that much time left. You know, I'm playing to win the votes. And so I'm gonna go with Van Jefferson. Cause hey, I, I play think, to win, baby. I think people are gonna look at Van Jefferson on Twitter and be like, yeah, that's a that's a much better dynasty I asset. Like it. So okay, let's um. That is my final roster. I was gonna. I'm just gonna read out from pick one to pick fourteen who I went with here. Mm-hmm. And again, you can see all these posted very shortly at Deep Dive Dynasty on Twitter. Look us up. Give us your votes because I want to know who wins. Here are my picks, starting from round one: Ezekiel Elliott, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Terry McLaurin, David Montgomery, Chris Carson, T.Y. Hilton, Darius Slayton, Brandon Ayuk. Irv Smith Jr., Zach Moss, Jonu Smith, then Jameson Crowder, and Gardner Minshew II. Colin? My team, starting from pick one down to pick 14, is Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, Debo Samuel, Kareem Hunt, Henry Ruggs, Darius Geis, Michael Hardman, Marvin Jones, Brian Edwards, Damian Williams, Ryan Tannehill, and Van Jefferson. Definitely let us know who you think won. By the time that this episode is posted, you can go and find us on Twitter at Deep Dive Dynasty, where I will have posted the poll. And you have to pick a side, tell us who you think drafted the better startup roster. Pick me. No. <laughs> anyway, of course, now, before we close up the show, we are going to go back to our favorite segment. It is Guess That Dynasty Target. I have given Toby five clues that are sitting here in front of me. I'm ready. And he is going to have to guess what the name of that player is that I am telling him to target. Clue number one is that my current ADP is wide receiver 20 in Dynasty Startups. Keenan Allen. It's not Keenan Allen. Fine guess. Obviously, sometimes in guess one, you just have to take your shot. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here is clue number two. Here are my athletic measurements via player profiler. I am 6'3", 199 pounds. I ran a 4-3-4-40, which is a 98th percentile, along with a 96th percentile speed score and a 93rd percentile burst score. DJ Shark. You got it. It's DJ Ah, Shark. I remember reading that (laughs) DJ Shark's burst score was off the charts somewhere at some time. Okay. Fair enough. Good job. Uh, Yeah. I, I thought that although that second hint didn't give you a ton of information, 
honestly just taking two shots at the wide receiver 20 as well yeah, as like kind of knowing his height and weight i thought you had a shot at getting it and of course you did my third clue was going to be that my team selected a wide receiver that will be his new competition mm-hmm. with a day two pick this year and then i said i have a young up-and-coming quarterback throwing me the ball for my clue number four and number five was last year my sophomore season i broke out in a big way after barely seeing the field in my rookie season so yeah, it's DJ Chark. I don't think the case is incredibly difficult to make, but DJ Chark is a stud. He is a favorite of many of the podcasts I listen to. It's definitely not myself alone on an island who's in love with DJ Chark at value. Wide receiver 20 is just too low because DJ Chark is incredibly young. It is only his third set season in the league. He is 23 years old and... I think he's going to outproduce wide receiver 20 this year with relative ease. LaVisca Chenault coming in, some could see as a service level threat, but DJ Chark is the alpha. Chenault is going to play a different type of role in the offense. Mm-hmm. And DJ Chark is just the type of player that I am so interested in targeting. He is a wide receiver two at worst. He is incredibly young and he's just going to keep on rising. He's the type of asset you can acquire now, and he's going to continue to accumulate value for you so that you can move him or just keep on racking up those fantasy points. And there's no turnover in terms of quarterback. Gardner Minshew came in, and he was the one getting DJ Chark this breakout season. Gardner Minshew will only be better. Yeah, DJ Chark, he's a baller. I want him. Me as well. That is it for this 15th episode of the Deep Dive Dynasty podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're really appreciating all the support we've been getting lately on Twitter at Deep Dive Dynasty. We love to hear all of you guys' messages. Happy to answer any questions you guys have about anything Dynasty Fantasy Football. And that's all for today. Make sure you go vote at Deep Dive Dynasty on Twitter. Of course. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week. Peace.